Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best always gonna be the best. Hey, looky here. It's the Pat and JT podcast. Pat and JT podcast known him for a long time. You probably have too. Dave Winger, legend in radio in Omaha, and a previous episode was part one. This is part two. Um, uh, Dave Winger talks about everything, um, everything he's gone through, including one of the most important things is in, including one of the most important things in his life, and that's AA. Shall and we? when you talk about politics and uh, like an, an is- issue like the NRA or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like can't we talk? about this and the one thing that i love about one of the many things i love about AA is when we have meetings people listen to each other there's no crosstalk mm-hmm. so the room gets very quiet when someone's telling their story they have the floor they they have the floor respect yeah respect and it's silent and the people tell their story whatever it is so is is that for to, to get the the other people that are um in the meeting uh, strength or or let them know that somebody else is going through something or the purpose of telling do you tell your same full story every time or is no. it just something happened that day or just yeah. anything yeah just anything and, and it's just, and, as it relates to your alcoholism or so just hearing other people in the same situation is is bring you may learn and something positivity probably, and get right? through it i mean when yeah. you find yeah. out yeah. you're not yeah. alone coping mechanisms or something yeah. Yeah. you find out you're not alone yeah um i the, one of the best Things I ever heard quotes was Kathy Bates on the actor studio, and I, I memorized it. I had I had this recorded on VHS, I think, and I re- rewound. <laughs> I kept rewinding until I. She said, "We're all just telling stories, the stories of our lives, what it's like to be you, what it's like to be me. We're sitting around the campfire telling stories, and in that process, the bar- uh, and we find that we are more alike than we are different, and in that process, the barriers come down." Mm-hmm. And we see each other, and that gives us strength and hope to move on. Oh, and I, well, I think, I think yeah. that's what we do in theater. I think that's what we do in radio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And hopefully well, with our friends. It, is, I mean, it goes back to the most, we, we kind of mentioned this before in our conversations, but uh, radio, podcasts, uh, the, the kind of people we are, it goes, uh, storytelling in general, Yeah, it goes back to the cavemen. Because they would all sit around the fireplace, the fireplace, the fire pit, <laughs> and <laughs> the fireplace, yeah. um, sit around the fire I pit. I knew just what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the, the storytelling would happen, the days, you know, the story of the hunt or the story of whatever. And you see that depicted in cave drawings for Pete's sake. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, that's what we do. We, we share and we love stories. And people would sit around. Yes, people listen. And they listen to the stories because they learn from those stories uh, and learn from their elders as well. Yeah. But it, it's like, wow, that's true. That's that's just what we're supposed to do. Yeah. You're supposed to be able to do that. You're supposed to be able to sit and communicate and ha- expect that others respect mm-hmm. the time that you're talking. Right. Well, right. And, that, that's right. Uh, don't don't men do this past the stick thing? Yes. The one who has the stick is the one who's yes. talking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the same thing. Same yeah. basic thing. Yeah. Exactly. You, know, you mentioned um, Seattle. 
Yeah. Um, you went to Seattle after a very successful run here in Omaha. Yes. Um, and just to kind of revisit for, cause there, there's some of our, some of the, the people that we talk to that, that reach out to us on social media, a, a lot of them listen to us on the radio. And then there's some that have found us since, mm-hmm. and there's some that are just finding us and find out that, Oh my God, you have a podcast. Isn't I didn't cool? even know you had a podcast. Uh-huh. And so it's like a, a relearning of who we are. And also we've had to change our, ourselves it's just the way that we communicate because we were so programmed of the three or four minute break mm, that you could you mm-hmm. talk, 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 stop commercials, play a couple songs, talk, 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 stop commercials, play a couple songs. And, and now we get to long form. Yeah, right. And so we get to dive a little bit deeper. Um, but you were wingy in the morning um, and that was in the 70s. Mm-hmm. How long were you there in the 70s? Well, I came here and I came Where'd to Where'd you Omaha. come from? Oh, Speaking well, most of which, sir, <laughs> where did you most come from? <laughs> imme- most immediately, I was born in New York City and raised in Pittsburgh, but um, I came here directly from Kansas City. I uh, was working with a marketing firm that opened up um, Hallmark's, what is it, the Crown Center. Oh, yes. Oh, the, my goodness. Shopping center. Yeah. And uh, I met, but I missed radio a lot. And I did some theater. I was imported. Uh, what brought me there was I was doing an off-Broadway production of Stop the World, I Want to Get Off, which is an Anthony Newley musical. And I uh, saw the poster, by the way. Tickets are $4. It was on the second floor called The Meeting Room of Kansas City. So this is <laughs> mm, 73, 74. This is ancient history. And um, I met a man, and I can't remember what I had for dinner last night, so I'm surprised I still remember his name, <laughs> Steve Shannon, who was general manager of WOW Radio. And he said, you know, you should drive up to Omaha because there's a fellow there, Jimmy O'Neill, who's looking, who wants to retire and they're looking for a replacement. And I said, no kidding, where's Omaha? And he said, "Take the, see this road? Just go north for three hours. So it was in a, a summer of 75. I drove up in my pumpkin-colored Camaro. Oh, my God. And uh, Tom Barsanti was the program director. And I interviewed with him. And that night I stayed at the Blackstone Hotel, which wow. is being redone. And that night, and someone said, we have a really cool movie theater. She should go out the Indian Hills Cinerama. I miss that place. I do too. And I saw Jaws. <laughs> oh, wow. And the ne- I remember what seat I sat in. And the next <laughs> day they hired me. Wow. And uh, so uh, between 75 and 89, I left several times and yeah. came back. And their studio was on 90th at that time, wasn't it? Uh, WOW 30th, and it was in oh, the WOWT. That's right, it's downtown. That's before they moved to. Across from Mutual. That's right. That's yeah, right. yeah. Wow. Yeah, and uh, I always think you talk about regrets, and I know I, I really do believe, I think, bottom, bottom, bottom line, everything plays out the way it's supposed to. But I think if I had stayed here rather than have left for 20 years in Seattle. And I'm glad I did because mm-hmm. I got to do a nationally syndicated show, heard coast to coast on 97 stations. That looks great on your resume anyway, but it was the least satisfying part of my career and did some great theater and stuff like that. But um, if I'd stayed here, my face would be on the barroom floor by now at the As press. As it should be. Well, 
Just saying, it's going to put that out there. Whatever. <laughs> and that stuff is not really important, but it's like uh, when I, uh, I'm i shopping at Baker's or Hy-Vee, you know, and they're just saying, Dave Winger, didn't you used to be somebody? Or, <laughs> no, did you not You used to be, you were what's-his-name, weren't you? I still am. You used to be on the radio. I still am. I still am. I still yeah. am. And enjoy it now more than ever. It's always nice to get recognition, though, for something that you do that you love and that you're good at. You don't need it, right? It doesn't like fill a hole, but it's nice. It's nice to be recognized and just kind of just and reflect and just and just reflect, reflect. and it makes me very uh, yeah, a melancholy. Just the other day, I was in Target. This really nice salt of the earth, hardworking guy comes up to me and said, and I'm not exaggerating when he said. Was like on a Saturday of 1979. You were giving away <laughs> hot dogs and Mamas and the Papas record albums, and I won one. It's like, what? what? And they remember that. That's, it's that's, important it's to important. their lives. And the fact that you mm-hmm. were a part of that fabric. You know that, it, or, or you're part of it. You're, yeah. you're, you made a, you made an impression. Mm-hmm. You, you've, there's there's some kind of an impression. That's part of their it. lives. Yeah. 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 And you know that's why you love radio, right? Yeah. yeah. That we want to we want to matter. I want to you, you want to matter, you want to you want to improve their day. You know, anybody who takes the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's one of the most priceless commodities and anybody listening, thank you. Um mm. to, I always thought that when anybody their radio time. is you're you're spending precious time because you only get this much every day right. and you don't really know how much more there is after that. And you decided that this is what you want to spend some time on. That's huge. You know, Joe, you bring a, uh, there's a really good story and I haven't told it in a long time, but it's the guy who founded Aveda. Um, again, the story is kind of a cliche, but it's a true story. I was out at Alan Cohen's, one of his retreats in, in Maui and um, this great guy. And there's a book, I, I have the book somewhere, so there's a name of the book, and of course I don't remember his name or the name of the book, but the point was he was a hair stylist, a dresser, and this woman used to come to him on a certain schedule, like once a month or something, and she came outside of her schedule, and um, he uh, did her hair and gave her a little massage, as they, I think the Aveda people do now. Mm-hmm. Um, and talked to her and whatnot. And she said, I just want to look pretty. And he got a note like two or three days later saying from that woman saying, thank you. What I wanted to look pretty for was my, I was going to kill myself. And wow, y- the wow. time I spent with you mm-hmm. made me rethink that. And now I'm in remission or I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm seeing to wow. it. I'm going through some therapy. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. We, we forget how the influence that we have on each other. It's, it is, um, the little things like, um, oh, there was somebody, I can't remember who it was, but they, they make the point of when they meet somebody, they try to always, uh, either smile at them compliment them. And it's not a matter of looks. It might be, those are great shoes. Yeah. yeah. It might be, you know, Oh my God, I love that brand of whatever that you're buying at the grocery store or, you know, just something that's uh, positive reinforcement mm-hmm. because they know being on the other end of that, when you're having a bad day, that can flip the switch. Mm-hmm. And then that, that's an extreme um, example, obviously, of what you're talking about because she well, was that far. But don't you think everybody wants that? They won't admit it. No. 
when we get up in the morning and look at ourselves in the mirror, don't yeah. we want all want the same things? We want to yeah. be appreciated. We want to provide for our kids. We want to. Yes. Very basic stuff. Very you know, extremely yeah. basic stuff. Yes. I was at this at a, a store. I'm going to say it wasn't a grocery store, but I was at a store, um, and um, it was kind of. Um, more well, farm related. Or, it's either that or a bar. Because you have anything else? Store to bar. <laughs> store. I was at a bar. That's how a lot of my stories start. Um. Anyway, but uh, it, where it was is we were standing in line, and there was a, a mother and her adult daughter, and she was challenged the the adult daughter. Mm-hmm. Um. And then there's a woman in front of me, and she was holding a fifty pound fifty pound bag of dog food, puppy food. And then there was me standing there because I had a question, and I'm just waiting my turn. And I was looking at something else, doing something. Then I realized, um. The, the young woman, the daughter, she took a big interest in how the cash register worked and, and she she wanted to buy a pop for herself and she'd want her mom to pay for it. I have enough money in my own you know, my, mom, my own money. And, and the woman's standing there holding the 50-pound bag of puppy food mm-hmm. right in front of me. And I'm thinking, oh my God, this poor woman, there's nowhere to set it down. Oh. And I was about ready to, to ask her, you know, can I hold that for you for a second? <laughs> yeah. Give your arms a break. And instead though, the, the girl was asking, how much is the, how much is a diet pop? How much is a diet pop? I want to buy one. And nobody was responding to her because they were finishing their transaction at that time. Mm. And the woman tapped her on the, the shoulder and she says, hon, it's right here. Do you see this? And she says, $1.79. She says, yes, it's $1.79. Any of these in here are dollar. And she's holding this pa- this 50 pound bag of puppy food, helping mm. as opposed to what I was expecting mm-hmm. was somebody would be a little perturbed. Yeah. You know, that's impatient, impatient, impatient would like somebody help her get on with it, get on with it. Everybody get out the door. And there was one cashier and there was nobody else around. And, and I was just like, bless your heart. You know, I mean, (laughs) and, and I, you know, it was just like, I gave her a big smile when she set down the bag. She says, and he said, well, that's been, that was a minute you were holding that wasn't. And she says, yeah, she says, that's okay. (laughs) Well, what, who you just described that woman, how wonderful, um, great, great story. We in AA talk about our, uh, talk about how we are all impatient and how angry we get in traffic and how we flip people off and give us the grace to, well, the serenity prayer is, yes. grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And we talk about normal people, in quotes. In quotes. AA uh, members will say <laughs> that they feel broken. And the best quote I heard about that was, yes, it's good to be broken because it lets in the light. Uh, wow. That's a great quote. <laughs> yeah. That's a great quote. Yeah. I just heard that recently. But um, how, how we admire normal people who stand back and take a breath and don't immediately knee jerk into some mm-hmm. kind of. Uh, it was, well, let's, let's just say I noticed what she didn't do. That was the thing. It well was like, put, really, I, yeah. I noticed what she did. Otherwise, I think I would have walked out. If she had done what I would have expected that most, a lot of people would do. I don't think I would, the impression wouldn't have been as great. Mm-hmm. You probably so, wouldn't even remember it now. Really? Yeah. I, I, the transaction, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And um, walking out then, I was like lighter. Walking out the door. I was going <laughs> to ask you how you felt after that. <laughs> and felt better. I was just like, that was just like, that was a neat, that was neat to witness. Like I mean, going to you. church, isn't yeah, it? Right? Yeah, right? Thank you for that. Thank yeah. you for that. But yeah, yeah, so I don't know that she knows. I'm sure she knows. Because she obviously made... A conscious effort to conscious effort, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How are you guys doing, by the way? Enough Great. about me. What did you? What did you think of my latest picture? How you? How are you doing? You know, speaking of which, you said you were in a play, and I just want to make sure that we get that out there. Oh, thank you. Uh, a little bit about this because it sounds like something almost experimental theater type, or is it more? 
What would you call it? Uh, it's a regular, if you want to go to see it, it looks like a regular the- theater piece. It's called A Very Die Hard Christmas, and it was written by an experimental uh, improv group ah, in Seattle. I mean, there is a script. Okay. But there's no template as far as this, the, the staging of it. So that, that uh, put an enormous creative weight on the shoulders of our director, the artistic director of the Blue Barn is our Susan Clement Tober, and I've done five shows with her. She's the best director I've ever, 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 ever worked with. She's wow. a dear friend. She comes from SUNY, uh, upstate New York. They're graduates of SUNY, so they're all from New York area. And one of the founders of the Blue Barn, Houston Walkinshaw, uh, is playing um, Hans Gruber. And it's, <laughs> it, if you watch the movie, the movie is it's a really good movie. We 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 rewatched it as part of our. It he, really is. Houston know. Walker. I think he's been around a while, right? Was he? he in, has. Was he in um, the Omaha the movie a long time ago? Yes. I, him and I were up. Go uh, ahead. When say I was, it. And when I was up for, I auditioned for this, and he he got a part that I was gonna that I almost got. What was that? It was uh, I don't even remember the name of the character. The movie. Now. It was yeah. It's called, it's called Omaha the movie, and. Oh. Uh, um, Dana Altman? Not Dana Altman. No. Robert Altman? Yes. Son. Is it Dana? Yes. Okay, so but not oh, basketball, okay. not Dana, basketball Altman. Dana. Right. Yeah. Dana Altman. Basketball Dana. Dana Altman. Right, right, right. Altman, the director. Movie director. He, right. Yeah, he directed yeah. it, and, and he was in that. and that, that, I haven't heard that in his name in a long time. Yeah, well, it's nice unusual. Guy. Oh, and a wonderful actor. And it's so much fun because, oh, God, what's the name of the art, uh, actor who played Hans Gruber? Oh, Rutger Hauer. No. Um, That's who he reminds me of. That's not it. It's it's was he? Uh, he was also in Harry Potter. Uh, you can Google gonna, it. Right? You got it. Um, you Google. I'll blow my nose. You Google. Okay. <laughs> okay, you got it, Pat. I think so. Where we get we can always don't worry. We, we always have edits. Yeah, worry. good. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, not, I spelled Hans H A N S Gruber. Hans Gruber. There he is. Your. Um, it is. Uh, it's a fictional character portrayed by Alan Rickman. Alan, Alan Rickman. Rickman. There that's we go. Not, yeah. who I was thinking. Bing, bing, bing. not who I was thinking of at all. I had the wrong face Die in hard. my head. Got it. Well, and it's, there's so many moments in the movie like, you know, uh, uh, Bruce Willis is saying, uh, come out to the coast. We'll have a good time. As he's crawling through <laughs> this air shaft, right? And we that's in the show or he kills one of the terrorists and he puts on his T-shirt, I've got... The gun, a machine gun, ho ho ho, right? And Alan Rickman, or though in the in the play, uh, Hans Gruber's character, Houston Walkinshaw, says, uh, and, and what we instead of uh, machine guns, we use nerf nerf guns because we can't <laughs> shoot right. So you have to suspend your dis, disbelief. You can and do says, that. I have a nerf gun, ho ho. 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 <laughs> you know, or, or he'll be walking around and uh, the, the, uh, the, uh, the John, John, John character says, you know, think, John, think. And so we're, we pop out from the back of the think, John, think. <laughs> it's, it's very self-aware. Would this be, this be good for the whole family? Hmm? This be good for the whole family? Well, uh, yeah, but you can't get tickets. We're completely sold well, out. Well, see how you are. Run. See I'm how sorry. you are. You sold out everything before it even opened? Yeah. That's, well, that seriously is what happened, isn't well, it? They, it's funny because one of the, the popular, you know, the thing is, uh, yippee Kaye, <laughs> you, you know? Yes! Which, which is used in there. But there was there's a <laughs> wonderful scene where the FBI, what is it, the local police and the guy, it's a power place, right? The, the local little police guy gets overpowered by the um, 
like the city policeman or the uh, and then the FBI so comes on and they take yes. over. Everybody keeps taking it, over. Yeah, everybody power it's play. A, it's Got a it. Got power it. play. And uh, he says, uh, you know, what, what are you doing? He says, well, I'm not the one that just got, uh, what is it, said, uh, is it ass fucked by, on national television or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, so so in the in the play we said, well, I'm not the one who just got inappropriate gay slur <laughs> on national television. Yeah. So it's so you completely sold out. I mean, any any chance of uh, they keep adding? We added performances. You already did. We added performances <laughs> and we added rows of seats. Uh, people in the front row. Oh I think there's gosh. maybe one or two seats left. That's awesome. Yeah, that is that's great. Well, that's awesome. nice to know that because the, the Blue Barn is an intimate theater. It holds ninety five, yeah. and it, it's nice to know that we're going to play this comedy to a packed house every yeah. time. Right? But yeah. you had a small enough audience to where you feel like you can connect with each person i would assume yeah definitely yeah, that's yeah. all that's very cool that's yeah. fantastic yeah. oh my gosh wingy um, you're the man i know i'm so glad you came in. i want to keep talking i want you to come back i'd love to um because there's a lot more we can talk about i just like just talking to you oh honey that's that's one of the nicest compliments yes appreciate it absolutely love and it. i just that was one of my favorite times of the day when we were those 18 months two years whatever we worked together same time ish you were in the morning we were in the morning and when you'd come in and we talk and we would chat and it was a great being in the same building time. with you is great. Yeah. Really well, I, I agree, too. And it's funny because we take that for granted, right? We yeah. figured, well, there will always be a time that we'll have time to talk. Yeah. You know, yeah. speaking of that, I saw this. Uh, is it a meme when it's a picture with letters on it? Sure. It's not a GIF, GIF, whatever. That's a, that's meme. A, that's a meme. Anyway, there's a meme. I saw a <laughs> I'm meme. I'm glad you, somebody else doesn't <laughs> I, know what a meme the is. The GIF, GIF things, they move. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that's Memes. true. Okay, Memes. That's but a meme can be in a GIF. And it can or be a GIF. And a meme can be a video. Okay, yes. Anyway, so... meme can be anywhere. So you saw this thing. I saw saw a picture, and rarely do I hear things that, like, are powerful. Like, oh, my gosh, I'll never... That was unbelievable. I've never heard it. Never heard that before. Yeah. It was a picture of a seven or eight, nine-year-old girl sitting at a a table on her phone, looking down at her phone, and her grandfather was sitting across from her. Mm -hmm. And all it said on the picture was that she's running out of time, and she doesn't even know it. Uh. And mm-hmm. it was, I thought about wow. that every day for yeah. the last, so that's a, a good point. You don't even realize what, in the how moment. long you have to hang out with someone, to have mm-hmm. them in your life, to tell them how much you love them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I, that, that meme well, stuck with me. In 79, I was shot at, I was performing at the club 89. I'm sure you know this story. No. And this I will have next time. Okay. Yeah. This guy <laughs> came back from Vietnam, Ulysses Cribs, and emptied a 12-gauge shotgun in 15 and a half seconds, sprayed the room, killed a policeman, Dennis LaPerry, and injured 25 of us. I was one of them. I got buckshot. Did not know that. Yeah, and it made international news. I have a, a, a an envelope, a manila envelope, full of newspaper clippings from like oh my gosh. Germany and because this is seventy nine, mind yeah. you, in Omaha, Africa, Nebraska, yeah. where shootings are not. Yeah, exactly. And this was a shotgun, mind you, not a machine gun, right? And uh, it made me realize, well, tomorrow you could be hit by a bus. You know, we don't know how much time we have. So Mm -hmm. we've got to make the most of the moment. I'm just so honored that you guys would think of calling me. And um, let's vow to uh, keep, you know, stay in touch with each other. Let's make this more regular. I'd love that. That would be awesome. Thank you. So in the meantime, where can people listen to you? Oh, thank you. That's very nice. Um, MyBoomerRadio.com is probably the best place to go. Okay. One of the few stations in the country is playing music of the 60s and 70s for baby boomers. Awesome. 
So that's where. And you're you're on in the mornings. A five to ten central. Time. Central. There you go. That's right. Because we are worldwide. I just want you to know. That's right. Wow. Our podcast. By the way, we are in no deal, seven Dave. seven countries. Jeez. And forty nine states. Yep. West Virginia doesn't like us yet. So <laughs> what do they know? <laughs> right. Jerks. Honestly, your next listener will come from West Virginia. I hope so. And I hope you have a wonderful uh, honeymoon. And thank you. Very. I'm very excited. Yeah. yeah. Very, yes, very thanks for letting me in Time your lives. Um, tonight. You're welcome. Happy that. holidays. Merry Christmas. All that stuff. And uh, break a leg. Thank you. You, you are welcome. Love you, Dave Wingert. Yes. Love you guys.